This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. And welcome to the BNB podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, BNB fans, hey. Let's get into the news. The first thing I have this week is there are rumors that Carla Mosley is coming back to the BNB. She played Maya. That gives me hope that, um, well, hope and despair at the same time. She's going to come back. She's newly single since her and um, Rick aren't together anymore. Does that mean Carter is going to hook up with Crazy Eyes and Maya's going to come in and save the day? I'm putting my bet on that. If anyone wants to start a pool with me, that's my, that's my bet. <laughs> so you're thinking... A love triangle between those three. Yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. That's what my BNB ball is telling me. Carter was into Maya. Mm-hmm. He confessed his re- his like regret for the way he reacted when she came out to him. So even if it's a doggy door, it might be open. Yeah. You know what? That would be a good storyline. Well, B&B, if you're listening, you can have it. I won't charge you. (laughs) You can have it for free. You know, there you go. My contribution. The next bit of news I have, James Lott Jr. has a new podcast. It is called Forever and a Day. And it is a scripted soap opera type show. So make sure you check that out. And that is all the news I have for this week. So enough with the chit-chat. Let's get to the recap. So that brings us in to Monday, August the 3rd. The show opens at the hospital in Sally's room with Wyatt and Sally. And Sally is begging Wyatt to forgive her. She says that if he wants to call the police, he can call the police. He could write her off altogether. She would totally understand. I, I personally feel sorry for her. Because sometimes you just get caught up in something. And you don't have intentions of hurting that person. But then you do. Basically, it was what we already know. She was really upset about Flo destroying their relationship. She refused to accept that Wyatt was in love with Flo. She regrets it. The biggest regret is hurting Wyatt. No, the biggest regret should be that she even tried to change it all. She should have just stayed ruthless the whole time. And then she wouldn't be having this problem. Like, this isn't who you were, Sally. You were a Spectra. You're you're better than this. Like... No, I don't like it. I don't like this being her farewell. Yeah, me either. And you're not the only one who used that exact statement this week. But we'll get to that. Basically, she said she accepts the fact that he loves Flo and she can't have him. Yeah. I don't know. And then her crazy started to show a little bit again. And I'm like, girl, tuck it in. 
Like, tuck it in. Outside in the waiting room with Flo and Penny, these two are arguing over whether Wyatt should forgive Sally or not. Um, Flo thinks that he should not forgive her because she doesn't deserve it. And I was like, excuse me? I mean, at first, Flo's little monologue, I was like, I want to be mad, but also I kind of can't. Like, technically, you were hit over the head and kidnapped, so you have a right to be, like, you know, pissy. But in soap opera world, I'm kind of like, mm, it's low on the scales of things. You were only tied by your ankle. Like, your hands were free. She wasn't even talking about killing you. But then she kind of started getting a little... Like a little snotty and a little better than vibe to her tone when she start like towards the end of it. Oh yeah, that's why I was like getting irritated. Penny thinks that Wyatt will forgive Sally because he's a good person. You know, Penny's not. You know, Penny's asking her to forgive her too, and I'm like, how about you just give everybody needs a minute, okay? Yeah. Everybody just needs a timeout. Yeah, definitely. In another part of the hospital, we go to Steffi's waiting room with Liam, Ridge, Brooke, and Bill. Ridge leaves to go call Taylor and Thomas. And Bill tells Liam and Brooke that he knows it's driving Ridge nuts that he's there, but he can't leave because he feels really bad. And he understands that Ridge blames him. He totally gets it. But we all know it's not his fault. I mean, come on. Yeah. Ridge is very, I don't know, egotistical into where, yeah, that. (laughs) No, it's just like he makes it very much about him. You know, you're there for Steffi. If Steffi says leave, then leave. Otherwise, like, shut your face. Yeah, exactly. Just shut it. It ain't about you, Ridge. Not everything's about you. Okay, in Steffi's hospital room with Dr. Finnegan, he's checking on her and he wants to know if she wants more pain meds because she's still hurting. So is Steffi just really tough? Or does she just have like a high tolerance for pain medicine? <laughs> um, at this point, it seems like a little irrational the way she's being about pain meds since, um, not that I can remember anyone on the show having like drug problems. So I don't know where this fear of, um, taking pain meds is coming from, but I'm sure we'll find out. Well, I know her mom was an alcoholic at, at one point. Um, I'm trying to think if anyone was on pills. I think most of everybody was, it's alcohol. Yeah, like her, Brooke, Katie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe something's going to come out with when Steffi was overseas or in New York or wherever trying to get over Liam. She got into a little party girl phrase and is scared of it. Maybe. Because, like Chelsea said, she's being really tough. And she's trying to not take a lot of medicine. She's, like, trying to ride it out. But she got medicine, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So I guess she, it's not working that great. I don't know. 
I don't think she wants people to know how bad she's actually hurting. I don't know if it's like, don't feel sorry for me. Don't try to help me. Don't. Or if there's like some sort of back story that I'm just not remembering right now or don't know about because they're just going to bust it out on us. Yeah. So she's just kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. She's kind of like hiding the pain. Yeah. Which not me. If it was me, I'd be the biggest crybaby right now. Like, ow, it hurts. Everything hurts. Help me. Feel sorry for me. Hand me my ice. Baby bird it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So back in the waiting area with Brooke and Ridge, Ridge comes back and we learn that Taylor is not coming home from Paris, which I think is weird. Your daughter almost died. Yeah. You know, they're not really that connected. Like, they like to talk about family on this show, but come on. (laughs) (laughs) Then Dr. Feinigan comes into the waiting area, and he informs Ridge that Steffi's going to be in a lot of pain, and she doesn't need to, like, be a hero. She needs to take the medicine. And he thinks it's unnecessary for her to suffer, basically. And Ridge is like, oh, okay, I'll talk to her. Yeah. Back in Steffi's room, she's in severe pain. Like Chelsea said, she is like really, really dramatic about it. And she tries to get her water and she can't because it's just like too painful. Ridge, Bill, and Liam come in to visit her. And we learn that Brooke went home to help Hope with the kids. Steffi again tells Bill that she knows it was an accident and he needs to stop beating himself up because he apologizes again. And she's like, okay, enough. Of course, she wants to get out of the hospital because she wants to go see Kelly. She thinks Kelly will make her feel better. Then Dr. Finnegan comes in and kicks everyone out because Steffi needs to rest. And, of course, they're like, you need to quit. Well, Ridge tells her, you need to quit being superwoman. Let the doctor help you, blah, blah, blah. So everyone leaves. And, again, he tells her, look, (laughs) you need to take the pain medicine because you're obviously in distress. So she finally agrees. And, you know, Dr. Finnegan goes to get her medicine. Back in Sally's room, Flo walks in. And this was interesting because Sally asked Flo for her help getting Wyatt to forgive her. She's like, you of all people should understand what it's like to get caught up in a lie and how life-changing it is to have forgiveness. And I was like, that is so true. Right? (laughs) Yeah, and... Flo pulls a little switcheroo, like, you think she's going with, like, you're right, I do understand. But then she flips it and is like, but it's still bad, so, no, it's up to him. I was like, damn, Flo. And then I was also kind of like, damn, Wyatt, you sure do know how to pick them. Both these chicks are nutty. Right? They are. Because I was like, okay, Flo has the nerve to say oh, well, I had a really hard time, and I'm still paying for my mistakes. And I was like, really? Really? Yeah, sure, Flo, sure. And then she's like, oh, yeah, well, it's up to Wyatt. And then Wyatt tells Flo to leave the room so he could talk to Sally alone again, and you can tell she's not happy about it. Oh, yeah, no. And then Wyatt says what you said last episode. 
You have to give me a minute. I don't think you realize how freaking upset I am. I thought you were dying. And he's saying what we were saying last week. Like, give me a minute. Yeah. Like, it literally just happened. Yeah. He's like, and you're giving me crazy eyes. Like, security. (laughs) (laughs) Wyatt is so happy and grateful that she's not dying. But at the same time, like, he's freaked out. And he's hurt. What she did was horrible and selfish. And she crossed the line when she kidnapped Flo. Now, we even said that. Yeah. (laughs) He tells her he's not going to press charges. Because he can't do that to her. But that he thinks she should leave town. Or at at the very least, stay far away from them. Yep. I was like, wow, okay, bye then. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, he says that she's an incredible woman, but she needs to go find the woman that he fell in love with because this is not her. And then he tells her goodbye, and she's, like, crying her eyes out. Aww. Poor Sally. And she says, I'll, I'll really miss you. And then he looks at her and he just walks out the door to Flo. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us into Tuesday, August the 4th. The show opens at Steffi's house with Hope and Liam. And they are getting Steffi's house ready for her to come home. They have like little banners that the kids made and, you know, like get well stuff and flowers, etc. Hope is being very sweet, her usual sweet self, and she tells Liam they need to offer to have Kelly stay with them. Oh. So they can help Steffi out. Uh-uh. Yeah. And she makes a comment later. I don't know if it was now or later, but she does make a comment that they already set up a room for Kelly at their house. Yeah, I was, during this whole little thing, I was just thinking Hope, Back off that baby. You don't need to save the world right now. Like, is it not enough that you have her nephew, that you have a child with her child's dad? Like, now you're going to try to swoop in on Steffi's baby? She is not going to let you babysit. Like, you lost your damn mind. Just, no. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. The whole thing has me a little panicky. Because I have a really, like, bad feeling about this whole thing because think about it if Steffi gets hooked to pills Liam and Hope what you think they're gonna do you know what they're gonna do swoop in and on that that's baby. gonna cause another war between Steffi and Hope mm-hmm. yeah. you know they're not gonna let her keep the baby if she's high on drugs all the time yeah. <laughs> high on pills And maybe that's part of Steffi's, like, reluctance to take the pills right now is, or take anything right now is she doesn't want people to think that she can't take care of her kid because she knows Hope is a fucking baby snatcher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Somebody snatched her baby, so now she's going to snatch their baby. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Now we head over to the hospital in Steffi's room. And she seems to be doing a little bit better, or at least she's acting like she is. And the doctor is going to let her go home. And get this, she's not allowed to pick up anything 
including Kelly. Yep. He does give her a little lecture about not trying to be a hero. And that she has to stay on top of the pain or it'll become unmanageable. Ridge walks in and he he has this like look when he looks at Dr. Finnegan and then he looks at Steffi and I was like, oh, he's seeing like maybe he's seeing like little flirty looks that they're having or like maybe they're looking at each other like a little bit longer than you would normally just look at your doctor type of thing. I made a note. I was like, does anyone else feel like Ridge is like super possessive in the way that he speaks like about Steffi? Because he doesn't say like Steffi. He's always like my daughter. My daughter is in pain. My daughter is this. My daughter. And I'm just like, okay, you really only need to tell someone one time that someone is your daughter. And you can refer to them by name. Like you don't need to. I don't know. Ridge's whole vibe during this is very weird. Like, yes, you're right. Towards the doctor, obviously, just an excuse to be mad at Bill for anything ever. But he's just, I don't know. Like, his vibe is really weird. Yeah, I agree. Then we learn that Dr. Finnegan gave Steffi his number in case she needs anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just needs to be careful with that because, um, yeah, you still have to pay a copay even if you just talk to your doctor over the phone. Just heads up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's a teleconference. Usually like 35 bucks if you have good insurance. Yeah, I do. I have to see my migraine doctor through video. Yeah. Since Actually, it was FaceTime. But since the COVID thing. Yeah, so watch out, Steffi. He might just be trying to swoop us some extra copays. <laughs> now we head over to Wyatt's beach house with Wyatt and Flo. <sighs> okay. So Wyatt is daydreaming about having sex with Flo. I'm not going to lie. This triggered. This whole thing triggers me. So I'm just going to go through it. All right. He's daydreaming about having sex with Flo, and I know Chelsea loved that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently, they didn't get much sleep because they were too busy getting it on last night. These two are really enjoying their reunion, and they're about to go back to the bedroom, but before they can make it, Katie arrives, and she wants to know why she keeps getting strange texts from Sally apologizing over and over. Mm. And I'm like, oh, crap. So they tell Katie everything. She's relieved that Sally's not dying, but she's very upset and hurt that Sally used her to manipulate everyone. And then I'm not going to get into all of it, but why it just goes on and on about how he loves Flo so much. Flo's the only woman for him. Nothing's ever going to get in their way. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like, honestly, did anyone else feel awkward for Katie? Like, she used to bang him. Yeah, it, yeah, this whole thing's weird. I will agree with that. Like, you're talking to your ex-girlfriend about your your ex-stepmom girlfriend, 
that <laughs> about your psycho stalker girlfriend or like what your psycho stalker girlfriend did to your high school reunited girlfriend who you're super in love with and is like the bestest woman ever. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was a lot. And awkward, 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 awkward. (laughs) That's a really good point, Chelsea. That's awkward. (sighs) I do feel sorry for Katie in the fact that she was very upset and felt very betrayed. So I did feel bad for her. Now, let me tell you what annoyed me really quick. Okay. What annoyed the crap out of me is how much they're pushing Flo on us, right? Like, I don't hate her. I don't like her. I don't hate her. But the more they push her on me, the more I don't want to like her, right? Like, give me a second. Let me see how things go, right? Like, maybe eventually I'll like her, but stop it. It's constant. Yeah. We want you to love Flo. Flows the greatest, flows the best, flows the greatest, flows the... I'm like, all right, already. I just, and I don't know, me personally, I'm not the best at taking compliments, but to have someone standing there telling their ex-girlfriend about how wonderful I am while I'm standing there, like, she's just smiling, like, do-do-do, acting like, oh, I don't even hear it. Like, I'm just standing here, virtuous and pretty. And I'm just like, I would feel so awkward. Like, how does not everyone feel super awkward? Like, hey, Wyatt, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Very awkward. Yeah, no, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that I was triggered. So that's about all that happened there. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Ridge. They arrive home. And everyone tells Steffi she needs to take it easy, relax. But she's, like, acting kind of funny. And she's like, I have to see my daughter. I have to see my daughter. So weird and creepy. I think she's really been traumatized or triggered by this accident and thinking she almost died. And I don't know. It's affected her a lot. Yeah. And it was, like, very intense when she went in the room to see Kelly. Mommy's here. Mommy's here. Mommy's here. I'm like, she is sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And then, she, like, and it was so weird. She just, like, cuts it off because she's like, Mommy's here. Mommy's here, like, crying. And then all of a sudden, she just walks out of the room and she just goes, Thank you. Like, what? Like, how did you just not wake up that kid? If they all heard you, how did you not just wake up both of those kids right now? Yeah. And you're going to hear this throughout the whole episode because it was basically throughout the whole week. Again, everyone sees that she's in a lot of pain. They encourage her to take the medicine. Over and over, you're going to hear this. That should have been our drinking game this week. Oh, yeah. So she don't want to take the medicine because she don't want to feel weird around Kelly. And when she says that, right... And she finally agrees to take the medicine. Did you see the look that Hope had on her face? Like, yes, my pretty. Take the pills. Take the pills and I will take your child. (laughs) It made a point to show Steffi getting the pill and Hope looking at her 
getting the pill. Like, it made a point, and I'm like, uh-oh, this is going somewhere. Mm-hmm. That Kelly's about to get Hansel and gretel right into Hope's arms. Yeah. Now we head over to Sally's apartment, and as you can imagine, she's a wreck. There's a knock at the door, and guess who it is? It's Katie. She's there to give Sally a piece of her mind. You are about to get all this displaced rage that I have for Bill is going right at you, girl. It's coming. Oh. Yep. And the last scene made me kind of nauseous. So over at Wyatt's Beach House with Wyatt and Flo, Wyatt is going on and on and on about how amazing amazing she is and how she's the best. And, you know, Sally brought them closer together and she's the greatest. We should all be kissing her feet. And, oh, it goes on and on and on up. It was literally like the last three minutes of the show because I checked the time clock to see if like another commercial was going to come or if I should just like skip. And there was still like a good like 3.30 left of him just, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. If my boyfriend talked to me like that, (laughs) I would freak. I don't know what I would do. I would just like, I would just smack him in the face. I'd be like, shut up, shut it. I'd be like, what happened to you? Like, Are you <laughs> it's <okay>. high? <laughs> like, it's okay to be a little bit, you know, romantic or sweet. But, like, no. no. This was nauseous. You can do something nice for me. That's cool. But, like, this was making me sick. <laughs> it, was a, it was so much. And she was just, like, taking it, just sucking it in. Like, oh, oh, pose, pose, pose. Smile, smile, smile. But did you notice how on the couch they weren't, like, cuddling? They were, like, feet to feet, (laughs) back against the arms, like, as far as you could be on a couch across from someone. (laughs) Yeah, with the blankets. I thought that was so strange. I was like, oh, okay. All these words that he are spewing out of his mouth, your bodies would not be that far apart. But okay, okay, COVID, COVID. And he knows they're going to be together forever, Chelsea. And that's how Tuesday ends. Yeah, because everyone stays together forever on this show. Totally. Oh, yeah. Now we head into Wednesday, August the 5th. The show opens at Forrester Creations with Brooke and Donna. Donna! Yay, Yay, Donna! Our first Donna sighting. And she looks so pretty. Looking like a Barbie. Like, dang, Donna. Yeah. In in the A-line, bright pink. Yes, work it. Why can't we have more Donna? More Donna, more Donna, more Donna. Yeah. Brooke is filling Donna in on Steffi's accident. And basically, Donna's just being nosy. She wants to know if Brooke being there for Ridge at the hospital brought them closer together. And Uh. Brooke's like, not really, because Bill was there. Yeah. Yeah. And Brooke wishes that everything could just go back to the way it was before all the Thomas stuff. Uh. And then Donna says, well, you were right about Thomas the whole time. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they just Beetlejuiced Thomas right now. 
And Brooke tells her that she knows Ridge is still hurt, but she's not going to give up because Ridge is her destiny. Destiny. I checked for zodiacs and like his rising sign, like I'm an asparagus and he's totally an air conditioner. So like we go together. Yeah. 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 These two. I honestly wish they would just stay together because they're horrible when they're not together. They just hurt people. Like that's all they do. If you get caught in their weirdo relationship, you will get hurt. Yeah. Like period. If you try to tell them the truth, you're the bad guy. It because they're just going to go right back to each other like just let them be. And they should just be in an open relationship at that. But maybe they get a thrill out of makeup sex. I'm not sure. They are kind of getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Ridge and Steffi. Once again, she's getting a lecture about how she needs to take the pain medicine. And guess who walks in? Thomas. And he has a full goatee. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I knew Chelsea would have a comment. All right. If your sideburns, mutton chops, whatever... And then that go like three fourths down your cheek and then you have a full goatee. So he literally has like just a little like two finger distance of no hair touching each other on his face. I'm like either connect it or take the chops off. I can't deal with this. Yeah, I agree. I I thought at first I glanced and I thought ooh because I like a beard that's just my personal preference I like a beard so at first I was like ooh he got a beard but then I looked closer and I was like what is that (laughs) that's not a beard what but it's not like what is that he has a goatee it's lined up it's fine above lip below like chin but then his sideburns come so far down his cheek and then kind of get narrow but not super narrow like those guys you know we're talking about those super narrow like cut cut guys no it's like thick like a like my thumb thick of like hair that comes down his from his sideburn down his cheek and then just stops and then there's goatee. So there's like, just like literally like take two fingers, put them on the side of your chin. That's how much distance there isn't hair to goatee. But that makes me conspiracy theory think. Uh-oh. Do all these guys notice all these guys have facial hair right now, right? It's because when they have to have the stand-in kissing double, if they're clean cut face, you're going to notice the facial differences but if it's like furry it's easier to hide them wow yeah that's true that's a good point so does that mean thomas is gonna get kisses because who's kissing that who's kissing him that's what i'm saying my conspiracy isn't fully worked out but (laughs) go down this furry rabbit hole (laughs) i know right what if i just oh my gosh what if Thomas got with Maya. <gasps> you know, no. Ew, no. <laughs> I'm not saying I'd like it. I'm just saying it could happen. 
was there ever anything with Maya and Thomas? Was there ever? No, because he's always with Rick. Yeah, but he hates Rick, so it could have been a competitive thing, and he still didn't go that. No, he was obsessed with Hope. No, no. (laughs) Nah, debunked. Debunked. You're a conspiracy ain't going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Thomas had to see Steffi for himself after he found out about the accident. He said that he couldn't breathe because he was so worried. And Steffi's like, don't worry, I'm fine. But she keeps telling everyone that, and she's clearly not fine. We do learn that Thomas misses Douglas, and he's been reflecting on his behavior. Hmm. He's also been talking to Taylor. And I'm like, huh, haven't we heard this speech before? Oh, yeah, the the great doctor. This is the same thing he told us before. Mm. And for like two days, we believed him. <laughs> has, has Taylor's therapy helped anyone ever? Like, come on, guys. Let's stop going to Taylor for advice, okay? Yeah, let's be serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor's a nutcase. Right. Who's better to understand the crazy than crazy? Yeah, true. And when Ridge leaves, Thomas is like, Yeah, you can drop the tough woman act. I can tell you're in a lot of pain. So, you know, I guess he he does know his sister. True. He's been driving up the coast. And the most important thing to him is to fix his relationship with Douglas. And again, we've heard this before. So I don't know if I should believe him or if this is just another trick. The beard says it's a lie. Yeah. And basically, he gives her a speech about how she needs to take the pills because getting help is not a sign of weakness. And I do feel bad for her because Thomas leaves and she's really struggling. Like, she's really hurting and she's trying to decide if she wants to take the pills, not... She does, she don't. And Kelly wakes up and starts calling for her. And she ends up not taking the pill and goes to check on Kelly. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but they're they're definitely making a really big deal out of these pills. Yep. Over at Wyatt's house with Wyatt and Flo, they're enjoying their reunion and they are discussing how they feel really bad for Katie because she was very upset when she found out about Sally's lie. Well, of course she was. And Wyatt says he's still shocked that Sally went to such extremes. Yeah. I mean, just like even Katie and Wyatt and Sally all say, like, I knew Sally knew if she told Katie that Katie would tell Wyatt. So like, are you mad because people think that about you and it's true or are you mad? Cause you were lied to, which one is it? Cause you and Sally weren't really friends or anything, you know, I kind of feel sorry for Katie because she really was trying to help her. I don't know. Yeah, her speech towards the end of the episode, like I had mixed emotions on top, like, specific things she was bringing up and I'm like 
okay, that makes sense. But, oh, that's actually trauma you have from something else. <laughs> like, uh, no, 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 no. Displaced anger. <laughs> right. The next part, I'm not really going to get into that much because I can tell you what it was. It was Wyatt again for I don't know how many minutes just saying how wonderful Flo is. They obviously had sex. Because there, it's like the aftermath of it, and like Chelsea said, they're sitting on the couch, like you know, like away, far away from each other, but they're sitting on the couch together. And he's just going on and on. He's never going to take her for granted. Um, nothing's going to come between them. Blah blah blah. I'm not going to go into all of it because it will make you nauseous. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that he was like, "Look at us, just being us, not thinking about." The thing I keep bringing up. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, they sure do bring up Sally a lot. Right? Does it get him hot? What the hell? Ooh, she wanted to have a baby with me, babe. Oh, yeah? Did she? Did she try to have a baby with you? Yeah. Well, she tied me to a radiator. One ankle. But my <laughs> hands were free. Your hands were free, babe? Yeah. Ooh, hot. <laughs> over it <laughs> yeah yeah me too over at sally's apartment with sally and katie katie of course came to confront sally about being used and lied to she wants to know why and we all know already right so sally just simply says i couldn't handle losing wyatt again it's because you're a sucker, Katie. You a sucker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then she says exactly what Chelsea just said earlier. She tells Sally, you are better than this. Like, so better than this. And then I think the thing that Katie is the most upset about is she actually thought that her and Sally were becoming friends. And I think that's why she's so hurt by it. Because she was like, I thought we were friends. And I was like, aww. I wrote that down too. Like, oh, Katie thought she had a friend. No. No. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look. Her sister's like tries to steal did steal her husband like she thought you were her friend you're lying about dying like oh katie and she was like i feel like an idiot and i'm like this is sad (laughs) (laughs) and i mean katie really does lay into her though she's like i advocated for you so you wouldn't get fired i thought we were real friends And, you know, your plan was masterful. I hope you're proud of yourself. And, of course, we all know Sally's not proud of herself. She's, like, really ashamed of herself. Yeah, no. As mad as Katie was, in the end, she basically was like, look, this is not the real Sally. You need to let go of this obsession, and you need to go find the real Sally basically and you you're never gonna have Wyatt you have to let it go because he's in love with Flo and even in the end 
she's still trying to help Sally. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's really sweet. Yeah, Katie can be a sweetheart when she wants to be. But one of these days, she's and, about she's going to flip out on somebody. Yeah. I feel like Katie is a really good person. It's just she also has some crazy tendencies. Yeah. As we know, <laughs> as we know, this stems all the way back from 1987. Yep. She has some issues. Self-confidence issues. Well, if you think about it, after how Katie was, okay, how Katie was in vintage, right? She was super self-conscious, especially because she had these two, like, model sisters that look like models, right? And then years later, this, her beautiful sister steals her husband. It's like, ooh, that's like, now that I've seen the vintage, I'm like, that's deep. Like, that's Mm -hmm. bad. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. We're not going to get it. Like, eventually we'll get into it. But, like, one, if you check out our Patreon one day, we'll actually break down all the people that Brooke has rendezvoused with. Because, I mean, Bill isn't even the worst of it. How did she get pregnant oh, with no. Hope? Mm-hmm. That situation. Do you know that story? Yes. In that... case you don't know that story. Yeah, her daughter Bridget was married to Deacon. She had an affair with him and got pregnant with Hope while he was married to her daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just let, but... everyone... Just let that settle for a second. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> So, <laughs> like, man, Brooke has done some shady shades. Some shady shades. I mean, now she tries to act calm, you know, in her older age. She's chilled a little bit. But, like, Brooke has done some things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we'll find yes, out sure. about some other things, you know, because there's obviously large, like, century gaps that we haven't watched. Um but, I mean, even in the 2000s, like, Brooke's been savage. Yeah. So, I wonder how many sure. times she actually has burned Katie. Maybe maybe Bill isn't the first. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe he's just the only one we know about. And we haven't even got into the how she's burned Donna. I mean, the Donna Thorne-Brooke situation. That was a thing. Oh, not to mention Donna also they've had issues because remember Rocco oh. was in love with Donna and Katie was in love with Rocco. So then even then now Donna also has done things and it's like poor Katie. Because with Donna, sisters like that who needs enemies. For real. That's why Katie don't have no friends. I wouldn't have no friends if your sister would do that to you. Like, come on. True. Now, the last scene is at Forrester with Donna and Brooke. Ridge walks in. He tells them Steffi's okay. And Donna says, hey, you know, whatever. And then she leaves so they could talk. Ridge tells Brooke that they had a visitor and it was Thomas. And she doesn't react the way he expects. She says she's actually happy that Thomas is there for Steffi. 
And I was like, finally, Brooke is chilling out. Mm-hmm. And I know she was right, but the way she was going about it was not helping her case. But what I, um, what I meant was, like, remember when they were fighting all the time about Thomas? Mm-hmm. The way that she went about it, even though she was right about him, the way she went, like, about de- dealing with it did not help her case is what I mean. Like it didn't help her situation with Ridge because like she could have handled it way better. Yeah. But she was in a, it involved her daughter as well. So she wasn't like in full like clarity of mind with her attack. You know what I mean? Like if, if Thomas was doing this to someone else, I'm sure she would have had a better like her, she wouldn't be so emotional about it to where she could have talked to Ridge differently. But because it was Thomas and Hope, then it's like, you know, she was scatterbrained a little. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes when you're in something, you can't really see it clearly. Yeah. But like the person on the outside sees it clearly and is like, what are you doing? But when you're in it, you don't see it. Yeah. All right, basically, she tells Ridge she wants him back and that she doesn't want him to have any more drunken nights with Shauna or anyone. Mm -mm. And she basically wants them to protect their relationship and not let anything come between them. And that's how Wednesday ends. We don't really get any reaction or answer from Ridge at this point. Like, yeah, that was about it. Thursday, August 6th, the show opens at Steffi's house, and again, she's in a lot of pain. And this was strange to me, because she gets a call from Ridge, and he's checking on her, and he's like, oh, well, you're by yourself, I should come over. And I'm like, I just have to say something. She should not be by herself, period. She's hurt, she's injured, she's on pain meds, and she can't even pick up Kelly like why is she by herself yeah like don't make her ask for help obviously she won't if she need even if she needs it so just be there yeah like or if he's busy because of work then like someone should be there with her I don't know I just thought that was weird so after he checks on her she gets another call from Dr. Finegan. And he's basically calling to check on her and just to make sure that everything's okay and she's taking her meds. And, you know, I'm like, huh, that's not normal, right? Your doctor don't usually call personally to check on you. Dude, I can't even get my doctor to call me back for test results, let alone just to check on me. (laughs) Right? And if they do for some reason, call to check on you. It's usually like their nurse or their office person or whatever, you know? Yeah. Must be nice to be rich. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't know. Thomas arrives with flowers from Vinny. And I was like, ooh. Ooh. And basically, Steffi tells Thomas she does not remember the accident, but that she definitely doesn't blame Bill. And she finally takes some of her pain meds. Thomas leaves, and guess who stops by to check on her? Dr. Fine again. 
And I thought he was so adorable because he was like embarrassed because she didn't get the message that he was going to drop by and leave the paperwork. I was just distracted by the fact that maybe Finnegan isn't as fine as I thought. <laughs> okay, full disclosure. Sometimes I watch the show on my phone and sometimes I watch it on my actual television. And um, yeah, when you watch it on like a big HD TV, like, yeah, you see things. So, also full, full disclosure, um, I had one of my friends who's not a normal B&B viewer over while I was watching. And she was like, he's hot, but... And I was like, something's off, right? And she was like, yeah. And I was telling her, I was like, it's called soap opera hot, okay? There's a reason <laughs> why these people are on soap operas and they're not like in mainstream like movies and stuff. Yes. With Shauna's character, Denise Richard, she kind of did it vice versa. Like she was more in movies when she was younger. And now that she's older, she's doing soap operas, but with like the younger cast, all the guys, especially the guys, they're hot, but there's just something off that makes them not like, Oh my gosh, Jason Momoa hot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just something like, and I'm starting to notice it in fine again. I don't know if it's the hospital lighting was different. And I even thought for a second, oh, he's at Steffi's house. Maybe in normal clothes, he just looks weird. But no, he was in scrubs and he still, he was looking really scrawny, skinny to me. Yeah, he is skinny. I agree. But in the hospital, I didn't notice it as much. Like Because he had the lab coat on. Oh. Um, I, I think know. they like that, though. Like, I think because this is, like, supposed to be real life. I think they like finding people that have a little bit of normalness. You know what I mean? I guess. And then my thing, like, with Bill, like, Bill's pretty hot. But a lot of it's personality. But also, I'm like, is he super short? Like, is he a Tom Cruise? Because, like, what's wrong with Bill? I don't think he's super short, no. Hmm. Because I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with Bill. <laughs> For him to still, <laughs> to like, you know what I mean? Like, other ones, you can point it out right away. Like, oh, that's what's wrong with you. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, I see it. Like I'm saying, like, don't come from my head, people. Like, I'm not saying they're not attractive. I'm just saying they're soap opera hot. But we do learn that he lives nearby. Mm. So he can check on her on his way home. Oh, great. House call. That's only like $1,500. No big deal. So they're, you know, just chit-chatting, flirting. And now we head over to Forrester Creations with Ridge. And he keeps thinking about Vegas. And I'm going to be honest, this can go two ways because he's daydreaming and thinking about Shauna and Vegas. But I took it as he was feeling guilty and couldn't remember everything that happened and was trying to like piece it together. But I guess it could also be taken as he he is into her and he's thinking about her. 
But I just took it more of like he's feeling guilty. Brooke comes in to see him. And she informs him that she's leaving town to go see Bridget and Logan. And she wants to know that they can work through their issues because she really wants to get back together. Uh-huh. She's She knows the kiss was wrong. She knew it was wrong when she did it. And she hates the way he found out. Don't we all? And she's not mad that he ran off, but she is a little upset that he ran off with Shauna. Uh. And he starts having these flashbacks of like things that happened in Vegas. And I just took it as, okay, he's feeling guilty and he's freaking out now and trying to figure out what the heck happened. Yeah, because he knows it's going to be thrown in Brooke's face. So he better be ready, like be ready to to defend himself. <laughs> and did this is she said this because this is a question we've all been wondering. Brooke says, "We're still married and we still love each other. And when I get back from my trip, we're going to work this out." As far as I knew or know, they are still married. Yeah. And she just says, I want to be with you. Do you want to be with me? And he's like, that's all I've ever wanted. That's all I've ever wanted. And he says, when you get back from your trip, I'll be waiting for you. And of course, she's so happy and she's crying. And then we get a very interesting kissing scene. What did you think about this, Chelsea? Did you notice... That when Ridge kissed the mannequin, right? Thorsten, the actor, he was chuckling. Like, it almost seemed like he couldn't quit laughing a little. Did you notice that? Yes. It was, this was not, no, this was not a good one. This was not a good one. No. So does that mean he's single, like in real life? I'll be your Brooke. I'll wear a blonde wig. (laughs) No, he is married, and I was wondering why they didn't get his wife. I was ready to take a viral load for this show. (laughs) I don't know why his wife could not fill in. Maybe she had something else going on. But yeah, this kiss, this whole thing was, yeah. You could tell that was not Ridge. You could tell that that was a mannequin, for sure. Yeah, no. They ain't winning any awards for that love scene. So, finally... Brooke and Ridge are back together. Aww. Aww. Alright, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Woo! Yay! Woo, butterflies. The birds are singing. Yay! Now we head over to Wyatt's house with Wyatt, Shauna, and Flo. Shauna's back in town to check on Flo. And... They tell Shauna the whole story about what happened with Sally, and she is shocked. And then we have to hear from both of them how freaking wonderful Flo is. Uh, yes. I think yes. I literally, like, blacked out during this. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, y'all are so in love. It's so obvious. Really? So Wyatt leaves to go to work and Shauna and Flo have a discussion about Ridge. 
Basically, Flo wants to know what's going on. What happened in Vegas and why she's back? No worries, baby girl. You got a new stepdaddy. Yeah, she doesn't tell her, though. No. She's like, oh, I couldn't stay away. And, you know, all of this stuff. And Flo's like, look, did y'all sleep together or not? Dang. I, you know, <laughs> never in my years... <laughs> Have I ever been like, yo, mom, how was that D? No. No. Right. No. And Shauna didn't answer the question. Because I would like to know this, too. But now Ooh, I'm thinking. They didn't consummate. Right. Now I'm thinking this was a plan. Oh, yeah. Because remember, his pilot swooped him away. So they didn't consummate unless they pre-consummated. Then it wouldn't yeah. be consummated. Then it would be premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says something that's very ominous. She's like, oh, just be happy for me. Las Vegas was my past and L.A. is my future. And that's how Thursday ends. Yeah, you had to bring your past to or your future to your past. Mm -hmm. I already don't like Shauna that much. Okay, because there's multiple reasons. I don't like that she tries to come across as this nice person that didn't want to cause trouble between Brooke and Ridge and all this, but yet she constantly did, knew she was doing it. This is what I can't get over. She knew that Thomas was bad. Like, she talked to him on multiple occasions and knew that his being a nice guy act was fake and didn't bother to tell Ridge or Brooke or anyone. She wanted Flo to succeed. And then when Flo got caught, she wanted Flo out of jail. Like, it's very self-centered. Very. That brings us in to Friday, August the 7th. The show opens at Forrester Creations with Brooke and Ridge. And I thought this was a, a sweet scene because you can, like, really see the love in Brooke or Catherine Kelly Ling's eyes because she's actually looking at her real-life husband. Aww. And I thought, yeah, I thought it made it sweet. So they're having this intimate moment, and she's crying, and they're both super happy. Brooke is so happy. And Ridge... And Brooke agree to leave all of the crap in the past. The Thomas, the Sean, the Quinn, all of it. Just the bill, leave it all in the past where it belongs. Mm -hmm. And Ridge doesn't really want Brooke to go out of town, but, but he understands. So they agree to celebrate. As soon as she gets back for like a whole week, they're going to stay in bed. Yeah, they're going to get freaky. Mm -hmm. And he says, I promise I'll be waiting for you when you get back and we'll have our happily ever after and i'm like why did you say that okay so the drinking game of this episode is every time brooke or ridge jinxes their relationship so this is shot number one yeah i gotta drink oh yeah where's my cup so I'm personally happy that they're back together i know a lot of people don't want them together but i like them together it's just my personal preference I wouldn't want them with anyone else, so I suppose they can be together. Chelsea approved. Sort of. Over at 
Elliot's house with Shauna. She gets a call from Quinn. And Quinn is super excited that Shauna's back in town. And Eric comes home, so they hang up. But before they hang up, Quinn says, you need to get over here now. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh. That's what I was thinking at the time. Like, what's going on? <laughs> These two. Mm. I know. They're trouble. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Finn. They are chit-chatting and flirting, and I loved it. I'm happy when Steffi is flirting with anyone who's not Liam. That part. He's going to come and check on her, you know, because he lives in the neighborhood, like I said before. And she's like, oh, all flirty. And she's like, oh, good. So now I know I can call you if I'm feeling feverish. And I'm like, okay. Another thing I thought was cute is that he actually admitted that he overheard some nurses talking about her. So he Googled her and did some research. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this doctor does like her because he Googled. Right. He's trying to get them Instagram followers. Watch out, Steffi. Watch out. And you're about to have to take another drink because she says, don't believe everything you read online. And he says, oh, so you're not a big, important CEO of a major fashion house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so we're playing the game like that, like even past episodes drinks. <laughs> okay, I'm going to need a super fan to keep track of all these things that we're supposed to drink to. <laughs> we're going to be so drunk by the time the episode's over. Yes, our friend who did the um the chart. Well, oh, chart. Marvin. Marvin! Marvin! To make us a drinking chart. Yes, Marvin. So they just chit-chat back and forth, and he actually says the same thing that we said. I think Chelsea said it first, that this is not her first accident, and she probably should leave the motorcycle in the garage. And I'm like, that's what Chelsea said. (laughs) Right. Only takes once, people. One time. And, of course, he's going to check on her, and he leaves, and she goes into the kitchen, and then she gets this really bad... I guess you could call it a pain attack. She like turns and she's like in really bad pain. And they make it a really big deal that she's she's taking more pain medicine. Yeah, the money they paid to have the score done for this scene. Like, oh my goodness, with this dramatic music. Yeah. Like, I felt addicted to drugs and I haven't even taken any. (laughs) I know, right? Over at Eric's house with Eric and Quinn, Quinn informs Eric that Shauna is back in town. And Eric's like, look, I don't blame Shauna, right, for the trouble between Brooke and Ridge. But I'm telling you right now, they're going to patch things up and get back together. I know my son. I know how he is. They will work it out. Uh, He been there. He done that. He know. Right. And this kind of annoys Quinn a little bit. And she's like, but there's a better woman out there for Ridge. And it's Shauna. Oh. There, there, this is, what? Like, what? And then I liked when Eric said, you know what? It would be pretty 
pretty hypocritical of Ridge to not forgive Brooke for one kiss when he's kissed Shauna how many times? And I'm like, thank you, Eric. Thank you. Oh. And Quinn's like, oh, that's different. No, it ain't. How is that different? It's not. She's just justifying. Back at Forrester with Brooke and Donna, Brooke tells Donna that Ridge just left and that they're back together and she's super happy and they're both all happy and giggling. And Donna says, Brooke and Ridge back together again, just how it's supposed to be. Uh. And I'm like, well, we better take a drink because they just jinx themselves again. Yep. There we go. Just another one. <laughs> We're going to be plastered. Okay. I'm not driving. <laughs> Me either. Back over at Eric's house, Ridge arrives and he tells Eric and Quinn the good news that he's back with Brooke and he is going to be moving out. And Eric's like, I knew it. He looks right at Quinn and he's like, knew it. <laughs> I know. And Quinn didn't catch it at first. She was like, she tried to be funny and be like, oh, well, don't worry, Eric. I think he's old enough to be on his own. Yeah, he's probably older yeah. than her. Probably. Then Shauna walks in and Ridge says, I thought you stayed in Vegas. <laughs> he's like, oh, crap. And Shauna's like, oh, it's just too hard to stay away from L.A. and Flo. And most importantly, from my husband. Oh. And, and, and Eric and Ridge both go, what? Like, say what now? Come on. Your husband. <laughs> and Quinn has the biggest grin on her face that I've ever seen in my life. She's like, yes, Quinn, snap, snap. If she could have snapped, she would have snapped. Yeah. And Ridge is like, what are you talking about? Apparently, Shauna and Ridge got married. And here's the thing. He remembers nothing. Nada. He doesn't remember any of it. Nope. That's why I'm wondering if their plan included some kind of drugs. Possibly. Like drugging him. I mean, it worked for Thomas. True that. And he never even got caught. Remember? Yeah. Nobody, still to this day, nobody knows Thomas drugged Liam. Mm-hmm. You know what, Chelsea? That's exactly how I want to get a husband. Yeah. By getting him drunk and, and or drugged and basically trapping him in, into marrying me. When I know he's in love with someone else, that's exactly how I want to get a husband, Chelsea. And when he starts to, like, realize what's going on and leave you, get pregnant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's definitely on my agenda. <laughs> well, needless to say, Ridge and Eric are stunned. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that really blew my mind or what really bothered me is that Shauna looked... And sounded like a crazy person. Oh, she She's had like, crazy eyes. Oh, my goodness. She is acting like this is the greatest love story that, that's ever, ever happened in the world. And I'm like, he don't even remember it. Yeah, that's like really 
sad and gross. Like, I don't know. Like I said before, I watch this show norm like sometimes on my phone, on my breaks and whatnot. But I watched on the big screen. Yes. But yeah, no, they were all looking a little crazy in this scene. Like Quinn was like Quinn was basically clapping and giggling and jumping up, was about to do a Tom Cruise jump up and down on the couch. Yeah, Eric, she was. <laughs> Eric is in like shock disbelief. Shauna is in full crazy eye, crazy forehead mode. And Ridge is like, huh? What? What? No. Yeah. Huh? Ridge is confused as Wyatt. Yeah, he was he was totally pulling a Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets worse. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is horrifying. Because she's like, you don't remember our vows? He don't remember any of it. What are you saying? And then she's like, I meant every word of mine. Till death do us part. I'm like, what is happening? Because you look and sound like a crazy person. Okay? She looks and sounds like Thomas. Mm-hmm. I was definitely getting Thomas vibes. Right? And it's just like, wow. She's like in supposedly in love. I feel obsessed with Ridge. And, and it's like, really? He doesn't even... He sees her, I think, he sees her more of, like, a friend. But he's clearly in love with Brooke. He don't love you. What do you mean? Till death do us part. I was like, what? You're about to kill and somebody? that's the right answer. Yeah, like, are you going to kill somebody, Shauna? What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't really like her to begin with. And I, I'm liking her less and less. And you know what? I love Denise Richards. I don't want Shauna off the show or anything like that. I enjoy watching the character and I enjoy hating her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I enjoy not liking her. But she's yeah. a good actress. Yeah. Totally. No, it just, I don't know. Like, everything, like, I hate to be that judgmental, sort of, kind of, not really. Um, but. Ooh, I think I'm going to stick to watching on my phone because they were scaring me. <laughs> yeah, you're not used to the big screen, I guess. Not at all. Or people without Botox or people without hairstylists or people's faces being three shades lighter than their chest. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed that their makeup was a little off. Mm. Yeah, it was it was just not. Not the business, but it was a good, like, the week started out slow. Like I said, it was a blur the same day for three days. Thursday sp started getting spicy, and Friday they bring it. I cannot wait for Monday. Monday is going to be exciting. Yeah. Friday was really good. And I wasn't super surprised they were married because, again, they sh kind of showed us that already in the clips. But I was surprised at her behavior. Her I was surprised of how she was acting like they've been engaged for two years and this is like the greatest love story that's ever been. I was just stunned by that. Yeah, like the minute he tells you he doesn't remember any of it, why are you still happy about it? 
yeah, like, why are you still talking? I would have immediately been like, you know what we did? We did something really stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, so how much are you going to pay me to not go to the press? Like, I feel like that's her next line. Because why else would she be making such a big deal about it? I would have liked that better. Honestly, yeah, she would have been using that for blackmail or something like that would have been really intriguing. But it's if it's just to like, you know, try to steal him from Brooke. I hate to tell you this, but people's been trying to do that for what, 33, 34 years. Yeah. Okay? You're not the first. Nope. Probably won't be the last. Nope. Just like Eric said, like, they'll be back together. So that brings us to the end of the episode. You can get in touch with us at the Bold and Beautiful Podcast on all our socials. Please give us your feedback. Let us know what you guys think. Was Shauna nuts? Was she not nuts? Was this a good send-off for Sally? Was it a terrible, disrespectful, unappreciative send-off for our Sally? And I also want to know what you guys think about Brooke and Ridge getting back together. Thanks for being patient, guys, and hanging in there. I know that we're a little bit behind, but we are working on getting caught up. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye, guys. Bye.